Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 32 of Growing With The Flow. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a nice week and weekend. Happy Monday. Um, I'm really happy to have you here. I'm like kind of like right now because I'm so overwhelmed right now because my collection with En Route dropped this morning, like an hour ago. So I've got a lot of adrenaline. Um, I was really nervous about it. Um, so I designed a jewelry collection with En Route jewelry. It's really, really exciting. I've been working on it for a long time and I'm really proud of it. Like I'm so happy with how it turned out and I think everything looks really good. Um, on Monday, I went to London. I did like a little photo shoot. Joe took all the pictures, if you're wondering, um, and videos. It was kind of, it took a while, but I had a vision and I really felt like it came to fruition, which is just like one of the most rewarding things ever, especially with like photography and stuff like that. You have an idea in your head, but it's actually really difficult to make it happen. I don't know. I've taken so many pictures and been like, oh, that's a cute background, and then taking pictures and then looked at them and be like, no, this, is, this ain't it. Like the lighting's shit or like, the composition's bad or I don't know something like that um but I think they came out like really really well so yeah if you I don't know if you want to like see what the pieces look like and stuff I've posted about 500 stories <laughs> about it um and I did an Instagram post and a reel and it's also at the start of yesterday's YouTube video if you're wondering so yeah that's kind of what has been on my mind this week that's been a huge thing it's really weird because I obviously like have worked on this all from home like I've never met anybody to do this because like it was well we started working on it during lockdown um and then that's just kind of like how these things work out I guess and it's weird now to like launch it and still it feels so surreal because I haven't I don't know like seen anyone face to face and talk about it I don't didn't tell like many of my friends at all because I just was like I don't know it just didn't feel real and it was such a weird thing to do like I would be like putting a little bit of time into it here and there but then you guys I guess you just forget about these things for me any way things that aren't tangible are so difficult to actually imagine and like really think of as things that exist so it's really cool, like when I got the pieces in the post for the first time and I was like holding them in my hand, I was like, this is really, really cool because I was like, finally, I can touch them, I can wear them, I can like, oh, and I can't wait, like if you wanna buy anything and I see you wearing it, like that's just gonna make my whole year, like that's crazy. Um, and this is, yeah, honestly a really cool thing to have happened. Um, I don't wanna like talk a lot because I spoke about it like properly in my youtube video but of course i just want to say thank you um to everybody who like supports me uh regardless of if you want to buy something or not like whatever you want i don't care like literally like i don't mind whatever but i just yeah thank you for like these opportunities um i feel so indebted to you because it's like i can't really pay you back for this stuff i don't know i hope you enjoy the podcast and my videos and all of that so that's all i have to offer you but yeah so much love thank you so so much so that's what i did on monday we did that photo shoot um i also took film pictures the photos that i posted on instagram like to my feed are all film pictures and i got a new camera so it was very risky to 
do a whole shoot on film. Well, we did digitals as well, but like to do a lot of film pictures. Like I didn't even know if this camera worked. I bought it on eBay. They came out so good and it's so much clearer than my old camera. It's the Olympus Super Zoom 70G. I paid £25 for it and the pictures came out so, so nicely. It like I think it was a bit of a gamble because when you buy stuff on eBay, like they haven't checked if it's working and things like that. But I really, really like it and pictures came out great I went to the shop to get them developed and I was assuming I was going to ask them to do it like in an hour or like really really quickly and he was like okay no we're not we don't do that anymore I was like oh okay that's shit um because I was like kind of cutting it fine because I just wanted to have everything like before so I could plan it out for today so I could like post everything like when I wanted to and everything um but then the guy ended up doing developing them in like under 24 hours anyway so it was just a good a good week like in terms of that sort of thing. I just feel like a few things I was stressed about fell into place and what else? And then Tuesday I got dinner with Rihanna in London. If you haven't been to Oaxaca recently, it's a Mexican chain in the UK. I think it's just in the UK. They've got like some new vegan stuff that is so good. The, I think it's called like the Summer Tostada or something like that. That's amazing. I used to get that before I was vegan and they also have, um, quesadillas now with vegan cheese so i'd recommend going back it's such a good place and the one on south bank is my favorite i've been to a ton but that's the best one it's all in like shipping containers and you like have a view of the water and it's just nice vibes i like south bank a lot um wednesday i went to a gallery in london it was a it was really interesting it was not like anything i've ever seen before um i'll tell you the artist but i can't remember how you i think it's Ryoji Ikeda, Ryoji Ikeda, um, so it was so different to anything I've ever seen before, it was like a light and sound exhibition, like the whole thing was based off of like light and sound, and when we got to the first little bit, the woman like taking us through was like, just so you know, it's like really overwhelming, like if anyone has epilepsy or anything, like tell me, because it's like really, really overwhelming, and I was like, yeah, whatever, like I'm sure if you have that it might be a problem but I was like whatever like it's not going to be that that crazy it was crazy like I felt almost I felt sick at one point because it was just so intense like a lot of like loud loud noise that was I don't know and so much like really bright light but it was so cool I'm so glad I went I think it's 10 pounds I paid 10 pounds I think that's the student price um but I'd recommend it was really really cool and someone like guides you through the whole thing um, it was quite meditative because it, like it's like dark and I don't know you're like really immer- it's very immersive so I thought that was really really cool um, what else I went to my friends last night for like drinks and stuff which was fun uh, I also went to a vegan camp out this week <laughs> my life I feel like this week's been tiring um, it's the world's biggest vegan camp out and it's like loads of it's kind of like a food festival but there's also music and people do talks so I it's from Friday to Sunday but I only went Friday to Saturday because um we we decided to go last minute basically my parents were gonna were gonna go the two of them which was really cute but then they didn't so I, I can't remember why but they couldn't go because one of them was busy or something so they gave me the tickets which was really nice and then I had already made plans because this was like quite last minute so I went to that for like 24 hours and it was so cool there was so many vegans there 
um, everyone camped, there was so many food stalls, I ate the best food there, like, I had masala dosa, I had, what else, a sushi roll, a pizza, the fattest cookie you have ever seen, one of those big thick ones that you see, like, New York bloggers with, one of those, which was unreal, I had some samosas, Joe had a, like, a breakfast chicken burger that had, like, baked beans and hash browns and stuff in it, um, chips, it just felt like I had so much, I had a mango lassie, and it was so cool, like, they just had so many, so much variety of food, and it's crazy to be somewhere and be like, everything here is vegan, like, I can eat whatever I want, I don't have to ask about the ingredients, like, it was really freeing, and I really enjoyed it, so, yeah, that was fun, it was like, it's in Nottinghamshire, which is like, it was meant to be like, three hour drive from here, it took us five hours to get there, which is such an L, like, that's such a long time to drive, I was so tired when we got there, especially just for a 24-hour trip, um, and then drove back yesterday, that was, like, three, it only took, like, three hours to get home, which was so much better, and then I went to my friends in the evening, and Rihanna's sister is having a thing this afternoon in her garden, because her and, like, all her friends are graduating, so it's, like, a little, I don't know, I think they've got caps and gowns, and they're gonna take pictures, because they didn't get a graduation, which is cute, and I got the invite, <laughs> which is fun, so that's what I'm doing today, um, it's like kind of not fancy but like I have to wear like a dress and I don't know it's just gonna be fun to like actually look nice um and I just yeah it's been a good week I've been really busy I've only been to the gym once oh I also went swimming on Thursday I went to the lake near my house with my dad and we went swimming and then we got pizza afterward this has been such a big week for me I need some time off from life like <laughs> I'm very overwhelmed Okay, my gratitudes. Number one has obviously got to be the en route collection and just like the opportunities that you guys give me. It's, I'm thankful for this every day, but I think especially right now is just, I'm so grateful. And then the second one, I've already got some DMs from you guys and like comments on the videos and things like that about the collection. And it's just, you're all so sweet and kind and it means a lot to me. So yeah. And then my wins. <laughs> sound like a broken record but just like launching a jewellery collection is kind of a big a big win um and I've worked really hard on it and I don't know like coming up with the vision for all the pieces and then shooting them and like they gave me a lot of creative control so it, it was not hard but like I had to really think <laughs> and I've never done anything like this so that was a big win and then I also finally sorted my dissertation supervisor um, we have until Monday, as in the day you're listening to this, to sort it, and then after that you have to, like, contact the uni and be like, I'm at, I don't have a supervisor, like, and then it's like, they're helping you because you've, like, struggled so badly, <laughs> and I've asked so many people and they're all busy, or, like, they don't think that they suit the topic that I want to do, and all of this, um, and I had a meeting with a woman on Thursday, and I really, really liked her, which is great, because obviously you want to get on with them, um, she gassed me up a bit about my idea, which was nice, and yeah, that was just, that's a huge weight off my shoulders, because I've been trying to sort that out for ages. Okay, so for today's episode, I have asked on the IG for some deep questions, which I don't know what we're gonna get, but I'm up for answering anything, up for just chatting, um, maybe this will get a bit existential, why can't I say that, existential, or whatever. So, that's, that's what we're doing today. <laughs> I hope you enjoy. 
no that's all we're doing today um i just thought it'd be good to do like a more chatty episode i think i've done some more planned ones recently i don't even know but hopefully you enjoy this i feel like people the episodes with the most views are the ones where i've just listed like three things in the title that i talk about so i feel like you like episodes like this which are a bit all over the place um so yeah if you want to follow on the instagram it's growing with the flow underscore podcast and i always ask almost every episode like 90 percent of episodes um i use submissions from the instagram so yeah means a lot of you follow if not don't worry about it thanks for just listening to the podcast <laughs> how do you deal with the guilt of leaving parents slash family for uni i think so many people talk about this and i think everyone everyone experiences sort of like a guilt of leaving behind whoever it is that you've grown up with like your family, your friends, um, like the community that you are from, because especially if you have like siblings or, you know, people's lives go on when you're not there and like change. My brother was 16 when I went to uni. So when I came home at Christmas, like three months later, it was like, I haven't seen you for a long time and you've changed, you know, like that's how life works. People like grow and change. Um, And it's kind of sad not to be there to witness it. And it's hard because you want to, like, strike the balance between, like, you know, especially when you're young, like, live your life for you, be a bit selfish. Um, But also, like, community and people is, like, the most important thing. And that's kind of, like, what we... That's, like, one thing that I always try to prioritise. So how do I deal with the guilt? I think you just need to put effort into, like, making and maintaining that relationship. Like, call your parents. I've shared this. (laughs) I'm so bad at like calling, but <laughs> in theory, call your parents, message your siblings, message your friends, and like even I know like a few people who have like family FaceTimes once a week. I think that's a great idea. Um, just things like that. I think you can't feel guilty because there's almost one of those things where it's like if you're leaving and feeling guilty, it's like, well, that's just a waste of your own energy because if you're gonna go no matter what, enjoy it. Like if you're gonna miss these things and like leave these people behind at least do it for good reason you know don't like just sit wallow in your guilt so what do you feel is your strongest and weakest quality instantly my mind went to weakness because I was like oh that's easier that's so much easier so like I guess sort of vain to be like this is my strongest quality obviously it's not vain I feel like we know that but I don't know do you know what I mean it's still kind of like awkward to be like this is my strongest quality I think my weakest quality is something along the lines of like worrying overthinking overanalyzing um things that are outside of my control things that like there's no point thinking about I definitely have improved like so so much with this I remember like five years ago this like was the biggest problem in my life (laughs) um and now I feel like it's like a weak quality but it's not that bad And yeah, so I feel like I waste energy caring about like what other people think of me, what worrying about things in the future and stressing about like anything but the present and the present is all you have. And then my strongest quality, I think, I don't know. It's hard. I think that's when you need to hear from other people. I'd maybe say I'm like compassionate. (laughs) This is so cringe. Okay, we're going to move on. What unnecessary expectations do you set for yourself and why do you feel the need to do so? This is so funny because I feel like we all set expectations for ourselves and other people um, and do it self, like, subconsciously. Like, I don't tell myself, like, I need to do this and then I don't tell, like, 
my brother like I'm expecting you to do this and then in the end you're just kind of like let down because it's like well you haven't voiced these expectations so how is anyone gonna know (laughs) do you get what I mean like how is anyone gonna know to do them unnecessary expectations I set for myself I think always being available to like meet up with people in a weird sense like if someone messages me like oh I'm free Monday Tuesday Wednesday next week I have a weird even if I've got plans a weird thing to be like yeah same I can do any of them even instead of just being like oh let's do Tuesday I'm only free on Tuesday or something like that like I just I don't want to be a problem I always like I want to be like easy um like going with the flow (laughs) growing with the flow I just want to be chilled out laid back like I don't want to be a hassle I don't want to be a bother um I expect myself to be like small and kind of like a back it's almost like I expect myself to be a background character in other people's lives and I think I also expect myself to succeed in like so many things it's not necessarily that I have a ton of confidence or I don't know like self I don't know like willpower or anything it's just that I expect like if I don't do something as good as I as I want it to be um I'm so let down like I expect a lot of myself in that sense and that's unnecessary and unhelpful (laughs) Do you ever question if you're an inherently good person or not? Why or why not? Definitely. I think that's natural. Sometimes I see things online where it's like, oh, if you're worrying about if you're a good person or not, that means you're a good person. It's like, no, it doesn't. Like, I'm sure everyone feels guilty (laughs) about shit they've done. Um, Doesn't mean that they wouldn't do it again. I think I know I'm a good person, like, in my heart. I think especially online, it's, like, kind of a bit of a mindfuck because um like obviously I've gotten like hate comments here and there um and even like constructive criticism and stuff about the way that I choose to live my life and you do start to question well like these people think I'm a bad person so am I a bad person and obviously it's very few and far between but like your mind focuses on those instances you don't think about all the nice things as easily like it's so much harder to focus on that so that's an instance definitely where I question like am I a good person like what was my intentions like sometimes we make mistakes and that's like fine but then to have people call you out on it quite openly is is difficult um but I do have to remind myself like I put a portion of my of who I am online and as much as I feel like you guys know me and you know so much about my life you you like you do not know the whole thing and I guess no one does no one in your whole life you are the only person who knows like your true thoughts your true like intentions everything because it would be impossible to communicate them to anybody you know like that's just in your head and you can't you can't really outwardly share that a hundred percent so yeah but what I was saying is that like these people they don't know they've never even met me they don't know what I'm like, I think it's hard sometimes to portray who you are online, like, without missing things out, and obviously I want to miss things out, (laughs) you know, I don't, I don't want every inch of my life on the internet, but then that leaves room for, like, assumptions and interpretation, and that's fine, and that's natural, and we all do it, but I think you just need to be reminded of that sometimes, that, like, these have come from, like, assumptions, which aren't things that you've shared, and, like, it's natural to make those assumptions, but 
but they're not always true. Sometimes I'll also think of things that I've done, even like five, ten years ago, and be like, I shouldn't have done that. Literally something from primary school, I'm like, I shouldn't have done that, I was a bad person that day. But like, that's just part of life, like we all make mistakes, everyone's learning, um, and I don't think I've, not, okay, I'm, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't think I've ever done anything with like, malicious intention or like bad intention and maybe I have probably like I'm not saying like no I definitely have but you know what I mean like I feel like at the end of the day I've always almost always had the best intentions does karma exist a hundred percent to me like a million a million percent like karma is one of the things that I like really believe in what you put out you get back and like if you put good energy into the universe you get good things back um and it's hard because bad things happen to good people you know that's the sad reality um and not everything's like fair but I still think that putting out good energy and being like positive and kind to others is it's not like you should do it for this reason, but like it does return to you eventually. And vice versa, if you put out bad shit, then bad shit come in for you, you better watch out. <laughs> Can we love and hate someone at the same time? I'm trying to think if I've ever experienced that. Not like love and hate, but maybe like someone that I've liked, but also been frustrated and like, I don't know like you know those people where it's like you love them they're your friends you, you they mean a lot to you you, you you get me but that they've done things you don't agree with or treat even treated you in a way that you don't think is fair or like just live morally differently to you I don't think that's the same as like loving and hating them do people love each other for who they think they are in their heads or who they really are oh that's a great question great question okay so do you love somebody for who you think they are or for who they actually are I think you will never know a little bit like what I was just saying you will never know who anyone is truly like a hundred percent and truly you will never get that information because it's too difficult to portray like you have thoughts that you don't tell people don't tell me you tell somebody everything because you don't that's surely there's things you don't share there's thoughts, feelings, etc., that you just keep to yourself, that you don't, you don't tell everyone. And even if you tell it to someone, you don't tell all of those things to the same person. Maybe you do, but I don't think many people do that. So, it's, yeah, you definitely build up an idea of who someone is. Like, for example, I know I've done things which don't fit in with who I think I am, but maybe somebody else has seen me do that thing and think, okay, that's who she is. Or they've got that in the back of their mind subconsciously thinking, oh, she did that that one time. And I do that for other people as well. I remember like, oh, once they were drunk and they said this and, you know, maybe it was a throwaway comment. They didn't mean it. It was worded wrong. Or maybe I've taken it to mean, oh, that's what they really think. That's what they say when they've got a bit of like alcohol in them, you know? And I think, we we can only interpret other people you can't fully know them so I guess you have to love people for who you think that they are but then who's not to say that that's who they are do you get me like your perception is your truth what you see you know when someone tries to gaslight you out of something like 
if you're like, oh, well, you doing this made me feel this way. And, like, fair enough if they didn't mean it or, like, they, that wasn't their intention, etc. But, like, you know when people start to argue with you and be like, oh, well, you shouldn't feel like that, you know? And it's like, but I feel that way and nothing you can say is is going to, like, make that go away. Like, the what, what you did made me feel a certain way and maybe you didn't mean it or whatever, but, like, you can't argue with that because that's how I feel, that's just a fact. So I think that's kind of the same thing where it's, like, what what you think is sometimes the truth because it's your experience. Oh, I feel like I worded that wrong. <laughs> Would you be the person you are today if no one was watching? I don't think anyone can hand on their heart say that they would be. Like, surely you can't do that. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm so fake. No, I think I wouldn't be too far off. I'm trying to think, like, of what I what would be different, but... I don't know, even just little things, like, would I shave my legs? Probably not. Um, or, I don't know, would you have a different job? Would you have a different... different friends, different partner? I think as you grow up, you you get closer, maybe not everyone, but, like, you get closer to who you would be if no one was watching. Like, I think old people often say, as their, like, advice for young people, is, like, no one really cares about you, like everyone's just worrying about themselves so so stop caring what other people think that's such like common advice that I've seen and I guess as you get older you st- like even from now from like five years ago I feel like I care way less what people think of me and I kind of realize that that's nothing to do with anyone and no one's analyzing you anywhere near as much as you're analyzing yourself so would I be the same person if no one was watching no I think I'd be close. I'd maybe be about like 70-80% of the same person. Maybe that's too high. I don't know. But there's also like if no one was watching, does that mean like I don't have any community or friends? Like that's what shaped who I am. Like I I don't let my parents down. Like I I think a lot of people experience this, especially if you have like immigrant family. Like they gave up so much to come to try and give you a better life. Like that's their whole it's like I feel so guilty about that all the time that everything they gave up everything everything they knew their whole family their community the traditions the home they gave a whole home to maybe give you a better life and now it's like well what am I gonna do with that life like I need to make it good you know like pressure's on so then it's like well I'm in a way performing for that you know like I want I don't want to let people down but then it's also like well everyone's idea of success is different and maybe your parents or your grandparents think you should be going to uni and getting a first and doing all this but you don't want to do that and that's fine but then it's hard because it's like but you want to please them also because they've given you so many opportunities so (sighs) no is the answer to that question (laughs) one thing I wish I could change about myself how long you got (laughs) but I think one thing I would change is Maybe I would like to have a bit more of a backbone. <laughs> I think I'm not that great at like telling people if they haven't, if they've upset me or disappointed me or like, I don't love contra- confrontation. I don't like arguments. I kind of just want to brush over things sometimes. I would rather, and especially like, I hate when people make something into a big deal that isn't really a big deal. And if it's a big deal to you, I guess that, that makes it a big deal. But you know, when someone, you can kind of tell someone just, is saying something just to make drama or just to like stir the pot 
I just don't like that and I so maybe I need a little bit more of that (laughs) okay no not a bit more of like drama loving but I think I'm too afraid of that sometimes to the point where it's like I would almost let someone walk all over me a little bit but not a lot like and I think I've been lucky like no one really in my life has done that that I can think of but I think sometimes it's like if I'm unhappy or I'm not 100% with something I won't let that person know because it's like well it's easier and I'm like a people pleaser so it's easier for them if they just don't know about this someone said water isn't wet is it these questions like this sort of things like I don't get it like I don't care if it's wet or not like I'm not like I don't know those things those little like I don't know what you'd call them like riddles or like where people are like oh I don't care for them water is water wet I don't know I don't really care why does that matter like is water wet I feel like it is wet no what makes you cry and what makes you smile uh I'm not a big crier for like tv shows or movies or books um I cry plenty (laughs) not outside of those things but it would take quite a movie or like show to make me cry but I think that's changing I know that like until I was like 16 I'd literally never cried at a movie and I'd seen like sad movies but now I definitely cry a lot more like a sad show or not it's not even sad stuff that gets me it's like things that relate heavily to my life um so what makes me cry I don't know I think like intense situations I'd cry a lot at school when like if a teacher asked me a question um and sometimes you know when you're just on the spot and like everyone in the classroom's looking at you I hate that like oh that's giving me mm, flashbacks and I sometimes just burst into tears and like everyone around me was a bit like like I remember once I got told off for we had a rule at my school about jumpers I think I was wearing like the wrong kind of jumper I don't even know why I think it was meant to be that you couldn't wear like branded ones or something and it was a branded one and this teacher pulled me over and was like you can't wear this jumper like why are you wearing it and I thing is I don't care to be told like I'm not I'm not upset about being told off that's fine like I don't really care it's not that deep it's just a jumper like calm down (laughs) you know like I'm not upset because I'm like oh my god I'm in trouble but there was as she was telling me off it was in this corridor and loads it was like at the minute like the five minutes between lessons so everyone was walking through the corridor as well and she was like kind of like telling me off about it and I'm not like I'm not argumentative but like I'd say I'd give her I'd I'd say what I was thinking you know I'd be like what's the problem with the jumper like why can't I wear it and then as everyone's walking past everyone's watching everyone's looking over like as they walk in they're like silent looking at me and like seeing what I'm saying and stuff and then I just started crying and I think the teacher was a bit like oh shit like (laughs) this was awkward um and then she oh and then she took me to her office to like chat just us but Rihanna and Lucy, like, two of my friends also came. And they, I was just sat there, like, in absolute, like, floods of tears. And they were like, she just doesn't like when, like, you get, she like, when she's, like, addressed. like I think it's being addressed publicly, maybe, is the issue for me. Like, when people, I don't know, it's the fact that people were watching. But also the intensity of the situation, because I can also imagine myself crying even if there was no one watching. But I'm not upset about being told off. And I'm not, it's not about the jumper. (laughs) I don't know what it is about. And it's not about, like, the fact that I've done something wrong. 
it's like the intensity of the situation like I just crumble under that pressure um so that makes me cry those sort of things I haven't really run into that too much since school because that's quite a school experience um most of my tutorials at uni like you don't have to talk like you can if you want to rarely will they be like Naina what do you think about this and I know that's like way more common in other degrees but I think just because mine's like a lot of maths and stuff it's not really like the same but some tutorials they will be like what do you think like what's what did you get for this one um but for the most part it's fine because they kind of like sense I think because the tutors are a lot younger they're like PhD students or I don't know I just think that their vibe is different they're not like sometimes they feel like teachers at school are like power drunk they like live for the power um (laughs) roasted not all of them just some but because of that I'm like but people like tutors at uni aren't like that in my experience like if you're like oh I'm not sure like I didn't have time to do that one they're like okay whatever also I guess because at uni it's like it's on your it's your responsibility to like do your work and if you don't do it like no one really cares that's that's just your own loss whereas at school they're very much like on you all the time okay so that's what makes me cry (laughs) what makes me smile um oh tons of things like nice weather (laughs) um friends I'm like quite giggly (laughs) I'm so giggly I sound like I'm trying to be like really cute but no I like I like I'm a I don't know how to describe it like I love I'm reduced to laughter quite easily is what I'm saying um so I feel like I smile at a ton of things um if you're listening to this right now if you're on a walk you're at the gym you're doing work whatever do a smile give me a big smile isn't that I'm smiling too come we're all smiling together right now isn't that quite cute I kind of love that (laughs) do you feel better I feel a little bit better after this smile (laughs) Okay, let's find another one. Do you wish you could just get rid of all your fears and anxieties? Um, I think get rid of no, honestly, because so many of like my fears and anxieties I've overcome and like worked out myself out of. And I think that that's taught me something and has been a good good life lesson for me. So I wouldn't like just click my finger and they would be gone. Um, no. Is the grass always greener? No, the grass is never greener. If you're watching Love Island this season, you know the grass is not greener. Like, sometimes what you have is good. I think other things regard not I'm not just talking about relationships, but anything, like friendships or like even like you see someone living in another country and you're like, oh look, I wish I could live there. Like the grass is always greener. It's not it's not better. Like, look for the positives within your life. I guess it's hard because you don't want to settle for shit, but you also want to see the positives within what you have of your situation. So it's not always about like, I don't know, you you don't want to settle, but also just know that you're probably romanticizing whatever it is that's on the other side of the fence, you know? If I see someone living in New York and I'm like, oh, they have the dream life, I would love to live there. I don't know if I would love to live there, but like, this is just an example. And then you think, okay, no, they're paying a ton of money for rent. They're paying so much money for, like, food out and stuff like that. It's a really busy city. Um, Where I live is, well, like, I guess right now, like, living in London is very expensive. But you get what I mean. Like, 
I get to live with my family. I get to live in London, which is really well geographically located. Like I could go if it wasn't COVID, I could go on tons of holidays, really cheap. I'm not saying that I would, but like you get you get what I mean. Like it travel is way easier here, um, and I don't have to live in America, which would be a plus. I think like America kind of scares me, and not that the UK is that great either. But you get you get what I'm saying. Hopefully. And I just think there's always positives within your own situation. But at the same time, don't let anyone... Do you think love can last forever? A hundred percent. I think so many types of love will last forever. Your friends, your family, relationship. Like, I think even if you break up with someone, you, you still love them. And, like, unless it ended badly, like, even, like, 20 years down the line, I can imagine that you might still love them, you know? Even people that I've been friends with that I haven't spoken to for years and, or even friends that I've like fallen out with, I still love them. And I guess it depends how you define the word, but like, to me, it's like, I want the best for them and I care about them. Like I love, I still love them. And yeah, love lasts forever, 100%. Like, I know people, I guess maybe like being in love doesn't always last forever sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't um but just the act like just love as a concept surely it has to last forever like I can't imagine ever not loving like my parents that will last forever what do you think about marrying young around and then they put in brackets around 20 I think we like to think that we're super original with our ideas but realistically you just do typically most of the time what you've been brought up with, what you're surrounded by. I would never ever get married. I, well, I don't think I want to get married anyway, but like if I was to get married, it wouldn't be until like very like 20s or 30s because that's what I've been surrounded by. That's what my parent, my parents are married, but you get, you get the gist. That's what I've been like shown by people. I don't know, I live in like a financial capital, um, a country, a city that is, there's a lot of like diversity here, people aren't all the same religion, um, there's, I don't know, that's just not what I'm surrounded by and I like to think that oh I don't do that because that's just what I want to do but probably if I lived in a place where everyone got married when they were 20 then probably I would do it too, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't, I really can't imagine myself doing it but <laughs> it, it's hard to imagine that because you didn't grow up there, you know, like if I was now placed there obviously I wouldn't just get married but like it's different when that's where you've always lived. Um, I don't have any problem with people getting married whenever they want, that's their own business. I personally wouldn't do it. Um, because I feel like 20 is so young, like I'm only 21 now and I, I still feel like that's too much of a decision like that I'm not ready for. And I don't, I don't wanna get married. Honestly, to me, it's like, what's the rush? Like, why do I need to do that? Um, I'm not in a rush with these sorts of things and also like if you if you just truly want to be married then that's fine but that's personally for me I'm not in a rush with that so like and I'm not saying that you're in a rush if you did get married young but just like for me I, do, I don't see the benefits of doing that now and if you do then that's cool I feel like we all need to stop caring what other people are doing and like it's, it's their own business it's not harming you so Especially if it's not someone you know, like if it's like your friend and you're worried about them, then obviously like get involved, say something. But like strangers, 
I don't care. Do what you want. It's your own life. Um, I don't know. I think because I am not in a mindset of like, oh, I would want to do that, then I'm, I can't really comment because it's like, well, this is just my own opinion for my own life. Oh, this is a cute. Okay. I think this will be the last one. What did your parents teach you about love? Oh, this is sweet. What did they teach me about love? I'm trying to think if this, I guess it means whatever I think, but like you could say what they've actually sat down and taught you and what they've showed you, what they've taught you by like showing it to you. I think obviously my mum's white, my dad's Indian. Um, and I kind of think what that has shown me is that like, obviously love whoever you want and then also if you want to be with someone you can make it happen like wasn't the easiest thing um all the time like I don't think that that was what was expected of my dad to do um naturally like that's obvious like obviously natural that that's not what was expected um and I'm sure there was backlash (laughs) but like that's I don't know just you can you can love who you want and in the end that'll be worth it yeah okay so I think I think that's it I'm I'm happy with the episode I hope you enjoyed it uh thank you very much for listening and I'll give myself another plug if you if you want to check out like my jewelry stuff um you can find it on instagram if you just search like on root jewelry um and yeah Thank you so, 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 so much for everything. I love you all to the moon and back loads and loads of times. And yeah, have a great week. Thanks for listening to another episode. And hopefully, no, not hopefully. I will see you next Monday. Bye.